Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You are listening to An Artist Speaks. Presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at contemporaryartgalleryonline.com and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art. Check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artists' work, and listen to artists' interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Lauren Daniels. Lauren is from Detroit, Michigan. She was part of the National Art Honor Society in high school and went on to become accepted into Grand Valley State University's art school. She spent a year studying studio art and then was accepted into an elite illustration program. Lauren is continuing her education at Albanian College, and here she plans to continue building her portfolio and wants to graduate with a Bachelor of Arts with a drawing concentration and minors in management and psychology. Her dream is one day she hopes to become an art therapist. Well, good morning, Lauren, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Thank you so much. Well, let's start off this morning by, uh, if you would please, tell the audience a little bit more about yourself, Lauren. Um, well, like you said, I'm from Detroit. I'm from West Bend, Michigan. Um, I went to Ladywood High School, which is a private all-girls school. So um, I was involved in a lot of art there, and that's like um, kind of where I decided I really wanted to pursue art as more of a career, not just a hobby. So I'm at Albion College right now, and I'm in the art program there. I did say I was a drawing concentration, but now I have an emphasis in painting, so that kind of switched. But, um, yeah, so I'm taking art classes and psychology classes and um, preparing to apply to grad school for art therapy, hopefully in a year or two. So. Well, that's wonderful, Lauren. Um, when did you first become interested in art? Um, I honestly have always been interested in it. I've been doing it, like, for as long as I can remember. I... Um, remember, like, in preschool, I was super shy, so I would just, like, every day I would go, I would get there, and I would just go straight to the corner and start, like, painting on the easel and drawing and stuff like that, so I don't know. I just It's just something I've always loved to do, and um, it just came really naturally to me, so I don't know. I just have been good at it, so it just made me happy, and I just always have done it. <laughs> well, and I believe that you're in one of the harder forms of art at least now that's in my opinion and i'm sure i would get arguments from other people but doing drawings with uh, graphite or pencils or markers i think is 
it really is a unique and I think possibly difficult art form. I guess if it's a talent, it comes easier to you. But uh, yeah. how did so? Have you always done drawing, or or are there other types of mediums that you use in your art? Um, drawing and painting is definitely are my favorite ones. Um, but I have done all different types. I have done ceramics and um, printmaking, and I've worked with like 3D materials and um, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't know, painting and drawing to me, I think, is the easiest, so that's why I do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, where do you get your inspiration, Lauren? Um, a lot just comes from different, like, um, experiences or different things I find, like different images and stuff like that. So some of them I do, like, portraits um, of myself or of other people. I do some um, landscapes, so I... Um, took a class a year ago where we would go out and um, find different landscapes and like around the my school, and we would sit there and um, just like paint the landscape and stuff. I just thought that be, that was like a really like cool like peaceful kind of thing. So you take that like experience of going out and sitting there and painting it, and then bring it back into the studio, and then you kind of like bring in your own to it. So like you start working with different color schemes that may not necessarily were exactly what you saw when you were sitting there, but you kind of can bring more of like your own personal self into the paintings, which I think is really fun to work with. Okay. So once you've uh, started a, uh, a drawing, generally speaking, how long does it take you to complete, complete one of your art pieces? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, it honestly depends. Sometimes <laughs> I can... I can do a drawing and finish it in a week or two, but there are times where you're drawing and then you just, like, you just stare at it and you're like, I don't know if it's done or... So sometimes I just, I let it sit and then I come back to it. And then once you give it some time, then you can figure out, oh, this is what I need to do or this is, like, not working. And then you go back and fix it. So um, I think maybe the longest I've taken is probably two months on a drawing. Well, and being a student, I'm sure that keeps you busy. Uh, how do you, or what do you do to find time to do your art other than what's maybe required for classwork? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, my studio classes are three hours, so it's um, a big chunk of time where you get to just dedicate that to um, creating art and stuff. But it is super hard to find um, extra time to go into the studio during the week, so a lot of the times I'll go on the weekends when... I have some downtime or in between classes and stuff like that. What's been your most uh, unique experience in in doing your art? It actually is this semester I'm um, in a painting class and we are working with experimental painting, which I have never done before. I was like never about abstract. I always just did either still lifes or portraits or um, like stuff like that. So we are um, working with different types of mediums, so I'm using all these experimental processes and using different like found materials with um, you like put into the oil paints that we're using. And so there's like mineral spirits or soap or glue or salt, like literally anything that you can find, and then you just like throw it on the canvas and see what happens. And it's like a really cool <laughs> thing to see and work with. So. Well, that does sound like fun. 
Well, Lauren, is there an artist whose art you admire or that maybe you even try to incorporate something of their style into your art? Um, I really like Jenny Holzer's work. She doesn't really, I don't really do any work like she does. She works a lot with projections and um, of like words and different quotes and stuff like that. But her work is very powerful and it makes a big statement, which is something I think is really cool. And um, I try when I make art to create like some sort of emotion or feeling in the viewer. And I think she does a really good job at doing that. So it's something that I try to do a lot. And then with the painting, I really admire uh, Michael Dixon. He was uh, one of my professors. He is on, like, sabbatical now, but he is awesome. He's, like, traveling all over and is getting really successful and stuff. But he um, kind of explores, like, personal and societal struggles of belonging to both white and black racial identities. So he, his work is another, like how what I really like it speaks to you and it really makes a statement and stuff and I like how he um incorporates like his own struggles and then we'll share it with the world and it's I don't know he's a really good oil painter and he can paint people like really well <laughs> it's like something I kind of like was struggling with I couldn't paint people I could draw them but now that I've had more practice I think I'm getting better so <laughs> So I was going to say, your drawing of people is very good. So um, <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm sure you'll get there with the painting as well. <laughs> well, in your bio, you want to become an art therapist. Um, if yeah. you will, some people in the audience may not understand or, or uh, know how art works with therapy. So if you'd like to give them a little overview of that. Yeah, um, I actually get that question a lot when people ask what I want to do. They're like, are you making that up? But no, art therapy is a real thing. Um, <laughs> there are art therapists in most hospitals now. It's becoming a more popular field. But basically, um, there are some people who don't find regular therapy as helpful, so they will try art therapy, so they will have their therapist give them like an assignment or something where they can create um, a piece of art that basically just either describes, like, their experience that they went through. So if someone were to have gone through, like, a super traumatic event or something, then um, whatever they create, it kind of, like, if what colors they use and stuff like that kind of can tell what parts of your brain are triggered or the colors will tell what emotions you're feeling because people are just drawn to things, like, subconsciously. So it's, like, a lot of psychology involved with art and then, helping you um, to figure out what exactly it is that they need to be helped with. But um, it's a super, obviously, creating art is very therapeutic. So it's just like another form of therapy. And people, elderly people can do it or um, special needs people find it really helpful. So it's, um, I just think it's like a really cool way of reaching out and helping people because I am like a very like compassionate person and I love helping people and giving them advice. And I think combining that with, Art, which is another thing that I love, is, like, awesome. So that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a, a, you know, a wonderful sentiment and, and a, a wonderful thing to do in helping other people. Uh, I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they use that a lot with children, too, don't they? Yes. Kids, like, kind of have a hard time 
putting into words what is going on in their head. And obviously they have a lot going on in their head. So if you give them <laughs> a way, like an outlet, a creative outlet, it's a lot more helpful when trying to figure out if um, what's wrong with them. So. <laughs> well, it gives them a, a way to, uh, I guess, as you said, to express themselves, but to maybe mm-hmm. get it out of them, you know, rather than keeping right. it contained. Yeah, and then um, with just, like, regular therapy, when you're done, like, you don't really have much to show for it. So when they get to actually keep, like, all the work that they create, it's, like, another, like, oh, like, look what I can do type thing. So it gives them more of a self-esteem boost and stuff, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Uh, there's something physical that they can touch, feel, see, where if you're sitting with, Psychiatrist, maybe you're, you're discussing it, but it's, you know, it's not something you can necessarily touch. It's more of an emotional deal, I guess. Right. Well, and what uh, got you interested, or how long have you been interested in becoming a therapist? Um, I would say probably like four or five years. I didn't even know that it was like a thing, and then. Um, I read an article about it in a paper somewhere, and I was like, this is really interesting because I've always loved psychology classes, and so that was, like, a really cool way for me to combine the both of them. And um, so then I looked further into it, and I actually started working at um, a community art council, and it's just like a – it's kind of like a camp-type atmosphere where kids come and um, I teach them different art classes, like all different types of medium and stuff like that. So it's really cool to get experience working with kids and seeing, like, how um, how different it is, like, when you're not just teach like, or um, doing your own art, but teaching it. And so it's, like, really awesome at the end of the week when um, the kids have learned some stuff and then they have all this artwork that they're proud of and they can take home. So I definitely love working with kids in art, so I definitely want to pursue this career. Well, good luck to you in that, and I'm sure you're going to do quite well in that, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you. Lauren, I think this is a good spot to take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the drawings that you submitted into a recent competition with Contemporary Art Gallery Online, and we're a winner in, in the competition. Okay. And I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Lauren Daniels' artwork by going to ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com, click on the Search Gallery tab, and then on the Artist tab, and then follow it to Lauren Daniels' name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants, so if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the Artist Member Corner tab and follow the prompts under the Member Application Process tab. And if you're a designer or an architect or just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, and, of course, even by the individual artist's name. And again, to view Lauren Daniels' beautiful art, just click on the search gallery and then follow the prompts to Lauren Daniels' name. Well, Lauren, uh, one of the pieces you had submitted uh, was entitled Laughter. Uh, tell the audience about this piece. Laughter is a graphite drawing that I did a few years ago. It's just of um, a girl, and she 
is laughing, <laughs> as the title mm-hmm. insinuates. But um, it was part of, uh, actually, the, all three that I submitted were part of, of a series that I did. Um, just of, I was trying to capture different emotions and stuff like that. So um, that one obviously was a happy one. So. <laughs> and so how many uh, pieces did you do in that series, Lori? I did 12. Mm. Well, I love the detail in 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 your drawings. There's just a lot of detail in there, and that's uh, I gotta believe it's hard to do when you're drawing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm like a perfectionist, so I always I'm like going back and adding every little detail I can, and like nitpicking it until I think it's perfect. But <laughs> yeah, that one took me a while to do. <laughs> Well, my my personal favorite was the one entitled Sorrow. Tell the audience about that piece. That one is a, it's another graphite drawing of a little boy crying. So there's like a tear coming down his cheek. And yeah, that one is pretty sad. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so depressed looking at this little boy. He's so sad. <laughs> well, the expression on his face, I mean, you really capture uh, that sorrow with that expression. And how long did that piece take you to to complete? Um, that one only took me about like two and a half weeks. Well, and the another piece that you had entered was entitled Innocence. Tell the audience about that piece. Innocence is um a little girl and her dog and their back is facing the viewer and they're both sitting on a piano bench and um, she's playing the piano and her dog is sitting next to her so it's just like trying to capture the innocence of being a kid and just like hanging out with her dog and just like trying to play the piano (laughs) (laughs) what was your inspiration for that piece Lauren? I was kind of just that was one of like the um, final ones I did in the series and I was trying to just like go through different emotions and different feelings and stuff like that and I like came across the word innocence and I was like this would be a really um interesting idea so I just tried to think of um I don't know just like back when you had like no worries and you were just like a kid and like so that that kind of just is what inspired me to do um just like a little girl and her dog which is like I don't know probably the most innocent thing you could come by (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I know you mentioned you do, you know, landscapes, still life, uh, but you do a lot of portrait. Generally, with your portrait art, are you trying to convey an emotion or a message? Um, yeah, for the most part. I um, I don't really enjoy looking at portraits of people who are just, like, expressionless. I, I don't know. It just, like, doesn't interest me. So, like, all the portraits and stuff I do, I try to have some sort of, facial expression or emotion. And when I do that in my oil paintings, um, I also incorporate color schemes. So if I'm trying to do like a more like sorrow, somber um, message, then I use um, like blues or grays or like something on like the cooler side of the color scheme. And then if there's like one that's like anger, then obviously you would use like red and orange and stuff like that in the painting. So um, it's cool to see the difference between just the black and white pencil drawings that I do and then when you do them in the painting. So there's, like, more 
elements that come into um, conveying the emotion that I'm trying to express to the viewers. So, Well, I know you mentioned that recently you've been doing some abstract art. My wife is an abstract artist, but when we go to the museums, we split up because I'm not that I dislike abstract art, but I just find portrait art to be more intriguing to me, I guess. I just, to me, it's just amazing the ability to paint a person or an animal that especially with a person and if it's a famous person so that it's lifelike and and it looks just like him i think that's just a, an awesome talent so i like to especially look at the masters uh and a lot of the portrait art from the great masters yeah it is super hard to um make people look like they really do in real life because a lot of times i have people ask me to draw a picture of, like, their mom or their sister or something for, like, gifts or whatever, and um, so they'll send me a picture, and then I'll, I'll, like, draw it for them, but it's, like, very difficult to draw someone that you don't know as well because you're like, well, I don't know if this actually looks like them, so I'll have to, like, kind of be like, what's wrong with this? Like, what can I do to make it look like the person? But it's really cool that if you draw, like, a celebrity or someone famous, like you said, and then people are like, oh, like, that's so-and-so. And you're like, yeah, thank you for, like, actually knowing who it is. <laughs> well, I've always also enjoyed, and maybe you have too, is, and I, if their talent just always amazes me, is, is the people that can do, like, the caricatures, you know, you, you'll see them at fairs. Yeah. Or, <laughs> and, uh, and I just think that is so amazing man, that they can just sit there and just whip it right out. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that is something I do not understand because it takes me a long time to get something right. And for them to make a little tiny sketch look exactly like the person is, like, crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Well, Lauren, do you have a philosophy about art? Um, I think I just would, like, my type of philosophy, I guess, is I just would say, um, like, don't, I don't know, make your own rules, but um, also look for inspiration from others because I know in class, obviously, you have to follow certain rules and guidelines and stuff like that, and that kind of gets, like, annoying and tedious, and you have to follow all these rules, but um, it's really cool when you get your own freedom to do whatever you want and just kind of, like, go run with it where you can use whatever colors you want and not have to worry about, like, using a certain (laughs) color scheme or something that, like, is in your assignment, but... um, yeah, so I guess just, like, I just, like, find, like, some like things that interest me, different, like, I will literally find inspiration from, like, things, like, colors that I see in a magazine, and I'll cut them out and put them together in a collage, and I'll use those colors in my painting, stuff like that. So, yeah, like, literally anything. Just, like, make your own rules. <laughs> now, have you had your art, other than in the Contemporary Art Gallery's uh, art competition, is there other venues that you've... Uh, placed or entered your art? Um, yeah, there's been a few. Uh, my school does this, um, it's called the Albion Review, and it's just like a book of a bunch of different types of art. So there's like fine arts, and then there's like poetry and stuff like that. So I entered mm-hmm. one in that a few years ago, and I won that. And then some of my paintings have been in um, exhibitions. Well, m- most recently I was in the Michigan Small College um, Art Exhibition. So there was like three small colleges in the area that um, were entered into it. And then um, one of my landscape paintings ended up winning the 
one of the first um, top merit awards for that. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> that is very cool. What do you think is, or what do you find is the hardest thing maybe for you to do in regards to arts? Um, well, I think the hardest thing for me is, um, like, knowing when to stop because I, like I said, I'm a perfectionist. So sometimes I will, like, go, like, keep adding things to a painting and then I end up ruining it. So that's definitely a struggle that I have. And um, a lot of my professors are like, you just need to know, like, when a painting is done and just to let it be and leave it alone. <laughs> I'm trying, but... Oh, well, that's... Uh, you're not alone in that. I think a lot of artists will tell you that that's one of the difficulties or challenges that they face is knowing when to stop and and that it's done. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've talked to artists, uh, a friend of mine is an artist, and he he lives in his studio. Uh, It's his apartment studio slash gallery, and his problem, and he and he's honest about it, is that you know you get up in the middle of the night, and he looks at a painting, and the next thing he knows, it's six a.m. You know, he sat down, and he just <laughs> yeah. can't get away from it. And, and he said that was always his challenge: is knowing when when it is done. Right. Yeah, and, I've definitely uh, been there where I go into the studio. Just I'll be like, oh, I'm just gonna go for an hour and just finish this, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, it is six in the morning, and I have class in three hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and one lady actually had framed a piece and, and told me that uh, you know, like a year later, she takes it out of the frame because <laughs> it, it still wasn't right according to her. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. My mom has paintings that I've done in our house, and sometimes I'll be like, can I just, like, take this down and fix it? And she's like, no, Lauren, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lauren, I want to thank you for joining us today on An Artist Speaks. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, thank you so much. I had fun, too. <laughs> and I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Lauren Daniels' beautiful art, to listen to this interview, and, of course, purchase some of Lauren Daniels' art, visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online. And I want to let all of the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery online hosts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. And while you're there, you can even check out our upcoming competitions and exhibitions. And if you're an architect or an interior designer or just a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. And Artist Speaks airs every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we'll meet again next week. Thank you again for listening in today, and have a great rest of your weekend.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.